It's October 21st, 2009. And this is Idle Thumbs 48. And I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. I'm Nick Brecken. <laughs> no, no, you're Jake Rodkin. Now, I, you, now you're even no, for that. God. I thought it was just the no, real. Here we go again. Idle Thumbs. Games, video games, video games, video games, video games. It's October 21st, 2009. And this is Idle Thumbs 48. And I'm Chris Remo. And I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Jake Rodkin. And today we're joined again by Steve Hotskip-Skainer, our hey! favorite Hey, everybody. Hey, I'm Steve. on the cast. Hey, Steve. Hey. Thanks for coming by. You know what? It's my pleasure, Chris. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love all of your fans and mine and talking to them. <laughs> yeah. What is so. What? What? <laughs> Well, you good. Have, you have loved each of Chris's fans. <laughs> Passionately. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> you don't actually have that many. You might well, know. you know. <laughs> How's that Bioshock 2 coming? <laughs> <laughs> it, hasn't, it hasn't given me much time to, you know, passionately love your fans. Right. But, uh, Enough? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, game's, the game is becoming a game. Good. It's real. It's a game. Are you in what you would describe as the home stretch? Yes. I think that's accurate. Cool. Yeah. Congratulations. You sounded like a yeah, robot that's... just now. Like, yes. I think that's yes, accurate. the game is entering close to certification. <laughs> you guys can do that robot voice way better than I can. Well, maybe you shouldn't be the one making Bioshock 2 then. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Uh... So, what games have you guys been playing? <laughs> uh, uh, video games. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, did you guys want to want to talk about the uh, Modern Warfare Two thing? People keep asking me what I think about it. Uh, I heard that it's not going to have a dedicated. Oh man, server. I was outraged. Oh, for the PC, PC yeah. gaming. That sucks. No dedicated servers. I like, I like how we're just like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't play enough <clears throat> multiplayer PC games anymore because I'm stupid, so I wouldn't. I don't really know the up or down side of that. Uh, it probably I'm will. Probably, uh, it'll probably make the PC multiplayer scene suck more. Well, I, I, I'm uh, kind of bummed about it personally. Yeah, I thought the dedic Why would their their reasoning more? was was to uh, uh, consolidate the community? Uh, um, I guess they felt that there were what? too many mods uh, running on dedicated servers and, and things like of that nature. Yeah, I mean, they've said uh, basically they think. Matchmaking is a better is a better yeah, route that yeah. that uh, it's you know it is and it is a more accessible situation. I mean, I there certainly have been times in my life when I've looked at a list of servers for a PC game and just yep. sort of thought, uh, I guess I'll just pick one of these and I don't really know. But I guess from my perspective, the way I play games now, I don't do a lot of random play. I don't really like playing with random dudes who are going to be horrible and assholes. Um, the way I like to play most is to find the servers set up by. Either a site that I like, like Shack News, you know, Shack always has uh, multiplayer servers going for different games or f other forums, things like that. Um, I like yeah. that feel. Yeah. I like the community feel dedicated. Yeah, I mean, I, have. I I will normally, if I'm playing a game of, like an FPS on multiplayer, I'll find a server 
that is a dedicated server that actually has cool people on it and i'll and then just keep save it and yeah just go back there yeah uh and it seems like it's not even an option i don't know why that wouldn't be a secondary option or something no the the way that uh the way what bowling said is they're doing sort of a party-based system on the pc through infinityward.net or iwnet or whatever it's called where you know you can form a party and then if you're you know to counter the clan frustrations he said oh well you know you can just get the other clan all in a party and then you can challenge each other the the problem i have with that is that that works fine if you're scheduling a thing but if you just like the idea of not necessarily adding a million people to your friends list who people you don't even necessarily know right, just but who jump do jump on and play right. with this group that you know is going to be some yeah. segment of that group is uh, always uh, going to uh, be there for, yeah. in, exactly. the, in the shack news server situation it adds more hassle for sure because you've got it, you got to group up two groups and then challenge each other, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Just, As opposed it, to just jumping into a server yeah, that yeah, you know yeah. is going to be running all the time. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm kind of bummed about that. I, I also think it's it's an issue in that it is another attempt to sort of say, okay, this is what we got out of the PC experience. This is why it's maybe a little too complicated or unwieldy for some people. Let's do the thing we do on the console version, and then that way it'll be easier. The which makes sense sort of i mean there are some things about the console experience that are just kind of better and easier and and more convenient but at the end of the day if someone really wants that that badly they probably by this point are are already playing the console version i guess i'm not i guess i i think once you get to the point where you're not only adding things to try to capitalize on what consoles do well but actually removing things that are part of the identity of how the pc yeah experience works then i think you at that point you're taking away a lot more value than you're adding yeah Yeah. i'm i did they offer any reasoning as to why there wasn't sort of like you know a secondary option. option of using yeah. dedicated like exposing it basically if you know what it is and want to I, see I think stuff. probably quite honestly they they want to have it be as close a system as possible so that they can have you know it, it makes it easier to sell DLC well, yeah, it makes it easier to ensure that that people are going through all your stat tracking and everything I mean it's you know yeah, yeah like I mean mods are sort of were traditionally seen in PC multiplayer as a way to extend the life of a product but if you can sell them that content and it's first party developed instead yeah. And that's sort of the tinfoil hatty version, but it's probably kind of true. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. it could be at least. I don't know. I'm curious too how mod tools are going to work because Infinity Ward, even right, well, actually, I haven't checked in the last couple of weeks, but I know that for a while, they, on their website, they actually offered their Call of Duty 4 mapping tools as explicitly as a way to say if you want to apply to be a level designer here make stuff with the call of duty 4 mod tools well is there going to be no modding support at all or is it just i don't i don't know I, but they, <clears throat> they seem to be really downplaying it yeah i saw i i don't i the one thing that i read which i think was on some really weird site and you know this is all probably all bullshit but that there wouldn't be you know the, the end result was that there wouldn't be but i, I that's you know rumor mill crap i have did, no idea did you read bowling's actual response today? no i didn't i wasn't really keeping up with all this but it's yeah. weird because i talked to him about this at the event we were at like a month uh-huh, ago, right. you know, and he said, "No, I know the PC is going to be the same as it was yeah. Call of Duty in 4. Fact, I've seen your quote. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it was linked in a lot of different become, like right. canon here. For yeah, the, like why they, they reversed it? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it is weird though. I don't know. Well, why. You know, bowling lied. Well, PC yeah, gamers died. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I have seen some like crazy. You know, I definitely think this is quite frankly sort of bullshit, and I, I'm. I, I'm sort of irritated by it, especially yeah. because I plan to buy this version of the game. But but then, you, oh my God, some of the people, it's goddamn hysterical. If you go to some of these 
yeah. hardcore clan forums, they have all the little bumper sticker like mm-hmm. signature things. Yes. Yeah. But there's one that I can't figure out. It's hilarious <laughs> to me. It's got a little Obama O sunrise icon, and then it says, I'll keep my dedicated servers. You keep the change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is amazing. Wow. I can't figure out. Does that guy, is he, is, I mean, I guess there was probably like a guns bumper sticker or something that basically said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it it looks also like it's got the Obama colors and everything. I, I can't figure out if the guy is also making a secondary political point or probably if he just thought like, yeah, it's baffling <laughs> yeah, to me. It, it, it's probably just overlap between not liking Obama and wanting dedicated <laughs> servers. Yeah, yeah. that's but, a key demographic. But, but not realizing <laughs> that those two things actually weren't related at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when making this clever bumper sticker icon dealy buffer you know skeely doot right yeah i was gonna say that i mean i'm i'm probably not gonna play a lot of of this game because i don't as you guys know <laughs> really video games but jake really i, I haven't played a lot of You're tf2 kidding. uh both at work and at home lately yeah yeah i know and, I saw uh, that, yeah. one thing that- i always see you uh, like seven o'clock on days we record the podcast i'm like well all the guys should be getting here soon and then the little thing will pop up <laughs> it's like, and it's like jake, jake is playing <laughs> too. that happened tonight again which was i know hilarious. I, I started playing at 6 30 this time though. Uh, <laughs> like, what what are you doing but uh <laughs> One thing that the TF2 does, and I think it's partly just because of the personality of that game, is the the, the styles of mod mods that are made for TF2 mm. are really weird callbacks to my memories of playing Quake One and Quake Two in, in right. lands where yeah. it's like Valve has support for mm. just swapping out geo and sounds, which is the most annoying shit in the world. But at the same time, you end up on dedicated servers that are entirely reminiscent of the bullshit. Like yes. everyone's on roller skates and yep. shooting right. fireballs yep. and yeah. stuff. Where like. I was playing on a server, yeah, where all the all the proxy mines were Mario Bob-Oms, and uh, <laughs> the small, medium, and large health were replaced with heart, piece of heart, and heart container. Uh, nice. And it kept playing music from Pee-wee's Big Adventure during setup, <laughs> and everyone, everyone was allowed to run around and just blow each other up during the setup phase, because they opened all the gates, and like at the end of rounds, it was set up so that if you were killed on the losing team, you would just respawn anyway, so that just the base just turned into just a blood shower uh, <laughs> while just huge music was playing. And, like, I don't know, was just, what the, what the I'm fuck I'm glad that on? still exists. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. When most like, mods like, try stuff, to be, like, five-year crazy... Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, no, there are like some the really crazy punch mod, the hide-and-seek invisible uh, objects thing, which, you know... Oh, right, yeah. You, it's, that t- it's that other TF2 mod where you just where you can hide as... I haven't an, seen this. Oh, you... It's one team is pyros, and one team is game objects. And then the map Pyros versus game objects. And then the other map Pyros versus yeah, the, game the objects. Map, the maps are all just filled with way more just bullshit single objects than usual. And then you have to just you're, you are like a little green frog, and you have to go hide amongst a pile <laughs> of garbage. And then Pyros goes. Is going. one of them the gnome that pops up in like every Valve achievement? I don't, I don't it, know. Seems, uh, it seems. It seems like it's so. everything. Like there's like the red chair from the base, oh, yeah, and just like an like oil a, barrel. A capture point is one of the things that someone has to hide as. So you have yeah. to then just crouch down onto the capture point. Yeah. Uh, but just. Yeah, that, that kind of hilarious sort of shit. Yeah, yeah, but it's that's awesome. that I maybe I just haven't been playing enough PC first-person shooters that are multiplayer-focused, but it's weird. Anyway, it made Stuff me like it made great. me remember I mean, as, the power of dedicated servers is super awesome. And then yeah. when I read that news, I cared a lot more than I probably would have if I hadn't right. been playing TF2. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I like when the the weird sort of frontier days of PC multiplayer still shine through. Yep. You know, yeah. that's not the the experience most well, like, of the time these days, but when you get those, like, glimpses of 1997, I, it's what awesome. What I don't <laughs> like about dedicated servers is when you end up with, like, dust only or yeah. Instagib or excessive yeah. where it's yeah. like... But the ones where yeah. it's just, we're taking the main mechanic and then just doing 
a wacky thing to it that may or whatever you know you can get that in matchmaking too though in some cases matchmaking exacerbates that problem because it requires there be a big enough pool of people to draw from within the specific settings you ask for so i mean like i remember having this in halo 2 all the time you know the only uh, i shouldn't say the only but the main thing i enjoy in halo 2 in halo any multiplayer is the crazy stuff like Crazy King, well, Skull, all that shit. And, and some of the, you know, people basically all Slayer. they ever want to do is <laughs> Slayer on Blood yeah. Gulch only. Well, I run into this problem uh, playing Left 4 Dead occasionally where you'll get match made into a dedicated server that has like really obnoxious stat tracking things that are just popping oh, yeah. up on the screen. I've, I've, I've and just just random stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm in the game. I took all this time to get a group together. And now I've got to exit to get rid of this stupid server. Like that's yeah. obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's going to be a problem everywhere. Yeah. Unless you don't support mods, I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, or not I, server side mods. Server set. Yeah. Server settings. I think that honestly, what they should really do, I, I it's nice that they are doing their own thing. I don't mind that they've got a nice, robust uh, multiplayer system. There's nothing wrong with that at all. It's can be cool, but it would ni- be nice to be able to just expose a server browser for the people who know that they might be playing this game for a couple of years and they probably want to do it with people they like and know in a place that is mm-hmm. cool. Because um, that really is, to me, one of the biggest strengths of PC multiplayer. And I think it'd be a big shame if Activision started kind of setting the the line for how yeah. things work because I think they're capable of it. I mean, I wonder if I wonder if a lot of people that really feel strongly about that will just stick with COD Four when after well, after I mean, Modern Warfare Two comes out. It seems like the the number of pre-orders canceled has actually been like a pretty noticeable dent. Uh, I mean, I you know I don't know how how to how one would go around about getting hard numbers on that, and there probably is no way to. But it seems like people are are at least for now. Wait, you are know, you going by petition signatures or no? No, I'm just going. I'm going <laughs> at people who said they they would they called Gamespot oh. and were told. Other like oh man again this is like the sixth cancellation oh, okay. we've had today or whatever oh really um I don't know Bowling said he you know passed the stuff along but that was before he made his response on his blog so who knows I don't yeah. know I'd, I'd like I mean considering they're raising the price of the game ten dollars more than what you'd usually pay mm. on the PC I'd yeah you know <laughs> a sixty dollar PC game yeah. yeah hilarious I mean it's you know it's not the end of the world but. It, it's, well, it's the world is ending. doing both of these at the same time is it does right. yeah right is a little we'll more just frustrating remove functionality and replace that with ten dollars <laughs> <laughs> wait what for us yeah. oh i'm sorry did you thought i oh, oh no, 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 no no i mean you give us more <laughs> sorry let's be clear here <laughs> anyway that you know yeah. whatever a lot of people who don't play pc games are listening to this and are bored off their goddamn asses yep. sorry guys and sorry we care about ass. boring things yep. <laughs> yeah uh, like PC multiplayer gaming. Yeah. Oh. Ugh. Oh. Snoresville. PC. Ugh. Computer. Speaking of the PS3. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing some Demon Souls. Oh, the, this is oh, the other yeah, thing the go. PlayStation people 3 were pestering me about. Yeah, yeah. Entertainment system? yeah, yeah, the PlayStation 3 computer entertainment system. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I did bust out my PlayStation 3 computer entertainment system hmm. to uh, play a video game. Oh. Were you entertained? <gasps> oh, you can play video games on that computer. Yeah. Entertainment so, system. Okay, we've talked about this before, I think, about how it's a computer <laughs> game. I think it's treading old old ground here. Yeah, I think I think we gotta move on. So I've been playing I have been playing <laughs> a video <laughs> game, Demon Soul. This is <laughs> no, this is just a PC gaming podcast, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, crazy. So Demon, Demon Souls. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting. This is one of those games that has completely uh <laughs> lit up the whole weird 
weird internet in gaming sort of yeah. Illuminati or yeah. not Illuminati, sort of well, intelligentsia. Like, like, uh, nerds. <laughs> like, like Scott <laughs> Miller's it's a game specific Illuminati. kind of nerd. You know what I mean? It's the kind who likes to write, sort of write nerds blog posts about, about game design and like, things yeah. like that. It's, it's have you have you been recently raped in a game with sword skeletons and like flying giant manta rays that shoot magic at you? If not. You know, Demon Souls. Demon Consider Souls this game, right yeah. here. I mean, it's sort of like the the Japanese Far Cry Two, almost in that respect to me. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, it is. Oh, no. it's like, I mean, I don't. Not in the way it plays. I don't mean mechanically. I just mean in terms of in terms of that sense of like the way people are talking about it and the type of people who are talking about it. Yeah. It's sort of a few degrees off from that, where it's like, look, I know this seems really frustrating, mm, yeah. and I know it's really off putting, but you got to stick with it because then it'll make your soul explode in joy. Right, or a demon. Yeah. You'll, well, find, you'll find a wobbly wall in a cavern and then slice your sword at it and it disappears and then there's a huge skeleton behind it killing you. <laughs> is that why? Is that, is, that, is that the reason, Jake? Jake saw a Jake thing. Jake may have so only seen about 30 seconds of gameplay. That's game the five seconds that I yeah, saw. Yeah, that's, that's, so. that's Jake's whole impression of this game. Uh, no, I also saw you kill guys and get killed. Yeah. I, There's th- other parts to this game, though, right? There are many other, other parts to this game. Yeah. Yeah. Are there it's really more parts than killing guys and getting killed? Yeah. Well, no, but there's more parts than so. a door opening. Okay. That was awesome, though. Yeah. I wasn't expecting a skeleton to be behind it. That's oh, the third time you, I was you, expecting You found, like, a super secret, and it was your death. <laughs> Is this what's being described? Many deaths were described. <laughs> no, you can talk about the real game and not Yeah, just so what's cool about part. this video game? Um, well, I, I will say that, again, to just to bring up Far Cry 2 again. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> no, I don't have to, but I, wanna, I want to tell people that, because I remember when we were talking about Far Cry 2, <laughs> that was a game... That yeah. I liked right from the beginning. Right. I know a lot of other people were very frustrated by it. And right. I eventually wrote an article about why people should stick with that frustration until they yeah. until they ended up sort of getting yeah. the game to click with them. And I and the reason I bring it up is because I while I was sort of projecting in that case there, like sort of extrapolating, in Demon's Souls, I actually went through that myself. Right. Where the first time I played this game, I You stepped through the looking glass. <laughs> yeah. I the first time I played it, I it was almost Maybe unbearable after a few hours. Uh, I it was just you couldn't take it. You gauntlet. couldn't handle it. No, it because was, uh, it was as all of its ads describe, brutally punishing and yeah. horrible. It's yeah. That's exactly. how that's like how they're selling yeah. the game. It's <laughs> like, game, yeah, do you exactly. like to fail constantly? <laughs> Give us sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, um, but but it's supposedly the kind of difficulty you actually learn from and feel yeah, good about most, overcoming. In most cases, it is, and sometimes. I think not to its yeah. detriment, but generally, yeah. I the fir- and you you also have to kind of stick through, or or I guess not stick through, but it, it start to understand what's interesting about the tone and the atmosphere. I mean, it's yeah. it's a pretty dismal game a lot of the time. It's it's it proportioned very realistically. It's very uh, dull yeah. visually most of the time. I mean, especially the whole first world is very gray. It's very yeah. repetitive. You're fighting pretty much the same guys again and again most of the time. It it's it, and the first night I played it, I probably played it for three or four hours. The first night, and honestly, by the time I was done, I was just like, I don't understand why anyone would would play this. Like, yeah. I, I'm dying all the time. I'm not really getting anywhere. I don't really know what I'm doing. And the game, but the game's not really indicating why I should keep playing. Right. right. I mean, the game was giving me no hint about <laughs> what I would like about it later. Yeah. And it was yeah. basically just honestly talking to people. Like, I, one of my coworkers at work was playing it. Yeah. I talked to him about it. He he talked about his experiences and why he liked it. I kind of read some more stuff on the internet, and it really is a case where you kind of just have to start understanding what the game's about. It's a it's a third person dungeon crawler. It's it's sort of like if Diablo was more direct control in between regular and hardcore mode. 
Yeah. Because every time you die, you've got to start the level over again, all the mm-hmm. way from the beginning. And unless you can get back to your body, you lose all the souls you, co- you collected along the way, which are the currency you use to do almost everything. Buy things, upgrade weapons, upgrade your stats. And as a result of that, it can be very frustrating if you find yourself losing a lot of progress you've made. Yeah. Um, especially <clears throat> when you've got to fight through all those guys all over again just to get back to where you were, let alone actually get any further. Yeah. Right. I mean, basically, that's that's when I stopped playing any game that I ever right. stopped playing is yeah. you just lost 20 minutes of progress. And guess what? You have to do it all over again. Far Cry 2 is the, actually the king of that. <clears throat> it is. Sometimes. If, if you don't, like, yeah. if you're not playing on PC. Yeah. You're screwed a lot. Even if, if you, you are, are and on you PC and you don't quick, quick save, save yeah. 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 Like, uh, wait a second. I have to do the last half hour over? Yep. This sucks. Like, basically, no game of this type, you know, post kind of GTA 3 hospitals really has much of an excuse for you to lose yeah, meaningful progress ever. And it's super obnoxious and it feels, like, outdated when you run into a game where it's like, game over screen. What what's the fuck is a game over screen? Oh, I have to go back and do shit over. Like, so right. do they make that somehow not horrible in Demon's they, Souls? What they do is they make the game experience overall punishing enough that you get to the point where you feel you need to raise yourself up to the level that you can get through an entire level in one life. I mean, it's just because of the way the game works to actually complete a level. You've got to get through the entire level and beat the boss without dying. So, Um, so like the difference, the argument that I was making in idle thumbs episode one about Mega Man nine. Yeah, it's exactly. And you were slightly denying it at the time. Yeah. Well, Demon souls has, has, well, finally yeah. it, broken it's, you down not it's a, really it's the kind the of thing where is, you're is not like, going to get invisible platforms that you have to memorize there there and in fact there are there's there's except there are a couple moments couple one of the things people platforms. say about this game always uh when i people who really love demon souls one of the things I've, I've read is you know the thing that makes it okay uh that it's so punishing is that when you die it's your fault it's because you did something wrong or you you know didn't right. parry or you or whatever and that's that's true like a huge majority of the time and it does it does make it better. I mean, it does make you feel like, all right, I need, I should just be better at this. I need to be better at fighting these guys and then I'll right. be able to get past it, et cetera. But there are a few parts where, you know, you'll go around a corner and then right around the corner, there's a little spark of light that gives you about half a second and then it explodes. And if you're close enough, it'll just kill you outright. Things like that. There's a couple of those that I've encountered and they're amazingly aggravating because they seem totally out of character yeah. with the way the game deals with threatening situations most of the time. Yeah. It the the when I was reading about people's impressions of this game, the thing in my gaming experience that it sounded the most like was uh playing God Hand. Yes. Which be, exactly. mostly because yeah. when other people were like it's really fucking hard but every time you die, you feel like it was your fault and you right. know how you need to get better at right. it and that was how I felt with God Hand. It Same was like here, yeah. whenever I died, I was like, "All oh, right, I need to parry more quickly when he does that move and it, it always felt totally fair just really demanding yeah mm-hmm. and and i powered all the way through that game because it always felt achievable you know be yeah. like because it never just overwhelmed you with bullshit like there was i remember once one or two specific parts of god hand like you're describing where it's like that guy just has moves i can't do anything about this is shit and it was obnoxious because it felt like everything else was structured really really strongly you right. know towards yeah. being you can overcome these obstacles if you just play well enough um did did in playing it does it remind you very much of because you played god hand you yeah, played it for a I while i was right? gonna actually make that exact comparison myself and 
even beyond that, I was going to compare it to generally designed by Shinji Mikami, who did God and and Resident Evil 4. Yeah. And the reason I, I say that is because a lot of people have compared Demon's Souls to Western-developed games, which is, I can understand why. I mean, it's sort of similar to Diablo. It's obviously based on the roguelike formula, which was uh, originally born in the West, although the Japanese seem to, to like it a lot more than Westerners do these days. Yeah. And uh, But the thing I find really interesting about it is that, like a Mikami game, like Resident Evil 4 or God Hand, it, it does a really interesting thing from a design standpoint of when to use archaic design. Yeah. Um, it, West, you don't get this as much in Western games for whatever reason. I guess it's just a cultural difference. But a lot of Japanese games frequently seem, even these days, seem kind of stuck in the past mechanically. But sometimes you get designers who I feel like are doing that much more consciously than others. They're not doing it because they just haven't caught up or something. They're right. doing it because they understand what they're doing. Yeah. And they're making very specific choices about when not to sort of modernize their game. Yeah. And I personally feel Mikami's a master of that in, in, in those two games in particular. And Demon Souls is very evocative of that to me. Uh, the game is is really really hardcore about uh, a lot of things. It doesn't let you pause, which I thought I was going to hate before I played the game. <laughs> That's kind of but crazy. now I fully understand why. I mean, it requires you to you yeah. go through all the menus in real time. Yeah. Uh, it also ties That's into really the cool. game's yeah sort of contextual co op system. Um, I mean, I love it's like, a good design choice. At least conceptually, I love that shit where you're in a really dangerous uh, environment that feels really dangerous and if you want to actually like change your equipment you have to like hunker down in a corner and feel like you're actually digging through your backpack while like Mm. looking over your shoulder and you hear some weird shit coming from around the corner you know you have to like back out of the menu to go shit and (laughs) yeah exactly yeah uh, that i mean it sounds sounds like it's appropriate for the kind of experience yeah uh that that they're encouraging here yeah it it is and it and it's really nice oh yeah because all their menus are the 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 holographic shit right yeah um, and I and I really like that aspect of this game, and it's funny because I really thought I wouldn't. And overall, it really contributes to the feeling of this game, which is, and you know, this is again is very similar to how I talked about Far Cry 2. But you do have to just get yourself to the point where you are this guy in this horrible, dismal environment, and you are for whatever reason punishing yourself with this nonsense and just doing it again and again. And I, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if I'm actually going to beat this game because it does require a big time investment, and the way that has been the most productive for me to play is to play it in sort of a community-based way. And I, I think that's the reason this game's been talked about so much yeah. is because, you know, when you're when other people, you're on a web forum or whatever and other people are talking about it, people are giving tips with each other, yeah. they're offering suggestions about how to play, yeah. what kind of classes to do, where to go. All that stuff makes you more excited, just talking yeah. to all those people about it. And there are games that really, really are, they feel like they're kind of meant for yeah. that. I would you say know? Bethesda's games are the same way. Those yeah. those games always generate big sort of community threads for different reasons. But yeah, it's just it's when stuff is actually meaningfully difficult to the point where you feel like if you passed something, you actually have valuable knowledge you can share with somebody else. <laughs> yeah, being yeah able exactly. To do it, yeah, you know. Yeah, and also just if if there's a really broad space of discoverable shit where you can be like, oh, I found something that I haven't heard anybody else talk about. Uh, huh. That's fine. <laughs> uh so so i'll so i'll tell everybody about this unique thing and then they can go find it yeah i mean that that is a really cool aspect of video games and some specific ones that you know kind of uh encourage that even more yeah and uh i i would i would recommend to people who try this game and are frustrated by it to try to immerse themselves in that kind of situation just because 
I, I know some people who say the exact opposite. Like, no, man, the way you get value out of this is by just powering through yourself and figure everything out. And I'm sure that's fine for some people. Well, but, but isn't that I, actually a game mechanic in the game if you play it when you're connected to the internet where people can that have already played parts of it yeah, yeah. can yeah. give you clues yes which yeah. is cool and you can rate those clues yeah um that seems really awesome it is awesome and it also like or oh, you just the messages you find on the ground yeah and and, yeah, and you yeah, also yeah. find i guess in the same spot sometimes or whatever like places that a guy got killed by an enemy and it actually captures yeah, like video of how he got yeah. killed like in gameplay so you can see stuff to look out for or whatever. Like, yeah sort of that shit seems awesome yeah that stuff gets i've sort of is like a ghost ignore most of that at this point it is just like because a ghost. after i mean like a race ghost you know uh, no <laughs> like or like a race it's not like ghost. the top ghost <laughs> I thought it was like a top it ghost. Is, it is it's like the lowest ghost. In world it's replay. The, yeah, it's, the lowest. It's the ghost. worst ghost. It's an owned ghost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you watch him. You watch a ghost as he becomes a ghost. Yes, you do, right? But it's top ghost the creation of a ghost. But yeah, I like oh, the, the I like the messages. Ghost. The ghost stuff gets a little old because you don't see the enemy that killed them or anything. It's pretty much everyone you play is almost the same, unless it's falling off a ledge. It's pretty much all just a guy getting hit a bunch of times and then dying. Uh, um, sometimes you can the use them to sort of do reconnaissance kind of if you yeah. see a guy go around a corner and then die but most of the time yeah. it's easier just to be careful i've heard a yeah i've just i've heard a couple funny stories mostly about guys falling off ledges. yes that is <laughs> that is always hilarious especially because there are occasionally times when it looks like you can get past like you know there'll be a little ledge that it like, looks you like can you make can make it and you on. see the other guy right do it. Yeah. that's when ghosts are most valuable <laughs> <laughs> i have determined uh, but no, it's a cool game. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what my impression sounds like, but I'm really impressed by it. it sounds like an eight. No, I, I made that up. I don't know. It, <laughs> it's, sounds like it makes me want to play it. Yeah, hey. it's, it's a kind of game that I'm really glad exists. Again, I don't know if it's the kind of thing I'm going to stick with long enough to beat, just because I do get to the point after a while where I think I've beat like five bosses so far. Yeah. Um, and you know, there are times when after a while, it's one of those games that forces me to ask myself, why exactly am I still doing this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, but it is a really impressive game, and it is it is really well designed, and I'm really happy someone made it. And it's really surprising that From Software made it. Oh, From Software, they usually make stuff that I could not possibly care less about, such as a bunch uh, of mech games. Yeah, yeah, all the time, like yeah. Chrome Hounds. Chrome Hounds. Yeah. Oh, they make Core, Chrome don't they make Yeah, those? Armored Core. That's mm-hmm. the one I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah, I don't care about any of that stuff. But uh, they made this game, and it's really crazy. And maybe someone would like to play it. Yeah. I, actually, I think it's one, been one of Atlas's better-selling games. Yeah, apparently uh, uh, copies are having to be reprinted. Yeah, it's apparently it has, yeah. yeah, like a big... I mean, it kind of makes sense to me that compared to the rest of Atlas's catalog, which is usually like <laughs> PSP and PS2 right. turn-based RPGs, that right. this thing would grab more people's MDS attention. Games, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's cool for them. Though. I mean, I, I've always liked Atlas as a publisher just because yeah. they pull in such wacky stuff yeah and this is this is like wacky even for atlas like this is kind of out of character for atlas published stuff so i thought it yeah, was interesting it was a sony they were... game in japan oh really i mean it's developed by sony but sony also published it in japan hmm. and i guess just didn't feel like it over here <laughs> and that's weird so atlas is publishing a sony developed game yeah in the u.s huh. that kind of thing has happened before um that's i, kind of I guess sony of america just thought it was too niche of a thing for first party to bother with that's that's really cool that Sony wouldn't just sit on it. Yeah, then, yeah, I know. You could see some, yeah. yeah, like no, we're not going to publish it. And nobody else is either. Fuck yeah, me. like that's cool. But yeah, Atlas is cool. I don't even like necessarily most of their games, but I'm really glad that someone's bringing them over. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they're one of those that's companies I that I'm, I'm really time. happy about, and I think they're really <clears> cool. 
uh, even if I'm not necessarily their direct market. Yeah. But sometimes they publish this. This reminds me of a thing I was watching a video of today. Have you guys seen uh, this game, uh, Half Minute Hero? Yeah. I, I, I feel like that would get really old pretty soon. I don't know. Did, did, have you actually seen much about it or do you just kind of read the I saw a pretty lengthy gameplay. Did you watch that, that giant bomb yeah. thing? Yeah, that's what I watched too. It made it look pretty interesting. It, like yeah. it, it's and it's a it's a hilarious like very meta concept uh it's it's this psp game that's being uh brought over by x seed which is kind of like they're like the mini atlas yeah they're like more yeah. atlas yeah, like right. if atlas more doesn't get atlas it atlas. then we'll get it and it might probably even be even wackier than what atlas would have brought over um and yeah what is it it's it's basically like riffing on sort of dragon's or dragon quest yeah. dragon warrior Warriors? yeah no. uh like kind of 8-bit uh rpg stuff but boiling it down really really far uh to in in both play length and mechanics so i guess the the uh the the premise is that you know you're a hero in this final fantasy one ish kind of world and there's an evil monster who has uh found a, a spell that will destroy the world in 30 seconds and uh then the time goddess comes to you and is like you need to prevent the world from being destroyed and you only have 30 seconds but if you pray to me i can extend that like if you get enough i don't know money or something like that and so each level is a different challenge which is a different way that this demon is trying to keep you from beating him in 30 seconds mm. and you kind of go across this little tiny you know world map and like the thing that i saw on the giant bomb was like he was in a castle across a bridge that was broken. So within 30 seconds, you had to find where the hammer was and bring it to a carpenter so he could fix the bridge. And between there, you would like hit random battles where the random battles are completely automated. It just shows your guy hitting the, the, the enemy. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Uh, and which, you know, not and, too dissimilar to how some of those exactly. RPG, JRPG battles right. can be won. Yeah. Uh, and you lose health and get money from it. And you basically have to, you know, finish a leg of the quest and get back to the time goddesses, uh, whatever statue in time to spend some of that money on getting more time and then, you know, finish the next leg of the quest and then beat the bad guy. And so you basically go through a, a very tiny JRPG in probably, you know, a few 30 second extensions. And it's like, that was half minute hero one. And then the next level is, they call it like the sequel. <laughs> now half <laughs> minute hero two from level one again. Yeah. Right. And it's the bad guy trying to destroy the world in 30 seconds in a different way. And I don't know, it, it looks That's really cool. kind of self-referential. Yeah. And I mean, it, it uh, almost clever. looks like a really fleshed out version of the, uh, the, I think it was a flash game. Did you guys see the linear RPG? Yeah. Oh yeah. It, yeah, it looks yeah. very sort of like that, but with actual gameplay systems, things of, to do, and like an overworld map. Yeah. Along the next level, the sequel is my favorite part of that. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty good. It's just like <laughs> you know, there's all different characters you can play, and the main sort of fighter one is Hero Thirty, and then the next level is Hero Thirty Two, and it's just the sequel to that, and it just right. keeps going. Yeah. And I think you can play the bad guy too. It's just I don't a, know. There's a whole bunch of different. Options. Yeah, but it's like you go through the automated battles and you upgrade your equipment and stuff. It is just the 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 basic tenets of that stuff but pretty much as uh it seems as complicating action for more of an adventure game kind of you know like the stuff i watched at least was you have to find who will solve the puzzle and then yeah. get the thing to solve it with mm -hmm. and yeah it's it looked like fun it's too bad i don't have a psp it looks it looks kind of cool but i i have a feeling after a while i i mean unless su more surprising things come out of it it seems yeah. well, like i mean it's very episodic it. you know yeah like i think that it it has a continual like game ramp as you go through the sequels and yeah. then they come up with a new 
kind of twist or puzzle on it uh, each time. So if they were kind of if they kept it funny, I don't know, it could be good. Yeah, I'd play it. Would you? I would theoretically. I might. Yeah, you can borrow my PSP. Okay. Can I also borrow your copy of Half Minute Hero? <laughs> <laughs> you can buy a copy and use it on my hardware. Oh. And I'll charge you for it. <laughs> Damn. It's a hundred dollar deposit. I don't know if that's a good deal. Yeah, just pirate it. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Man, the uh, the guy Breed Q on. Games. Yeah, that's why I said that actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what was it? Q Games, the guys yeah. who make Del- Pixel yeah. Dunk, yeah. said they're not going to be. They're unlikely well, to do any more PSP g- games because Dylan Cosper said this on his Twitter. He's sort of backtracking a little bit and saying oh, that really? he was misquoted. Okay. Uh, uh, well, he wasn't misquoted. He wasn't really misquoted. <laughs> it, I think he didn't mean more, to say I as much as he said. Yeah, say, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> My brain kept talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, apparently he's worried about the uh, Pixel Joint Monsters uh, piracy on on the PSP. So. Is it? Oh, because you can like just put a memory stick in there, or whatever? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, Some I've sort never of played firmware a PSP, modification. So. <laughs> PSPs oh seem to be modded all the time. Yeah. Yes, they do. Well, I mean, that's yeah. that's a huge, huge, huge part of why Sony's bringing out the PS or why they did yes. just bring out the PSP Go. Yeah, apparently. That you know, it's obviously much harder to pirate. In fact, apparently, even taking out the battery on that system it's very likely your system will be rendered inoperable. I mean, the battery is enclosed in such a way that opening it up to take it out will basically destroy your system. Uh, so they're just trying to do anything they can to stop people from, like, you know, overriding the firmware, doing anything that could that could allow for piracy. I bet no one will get around that ever. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll probably be a lower piracy rate than the, than the regular yeah. PSP. Yeah. Yep. You want to take a break for a second? Let's do it. Hey! See you later after the break. Video game! So, we're actually not on a break, because I just remembered I have a song for this week, which I haven't in a while. Well, I guess I did Holy crap. a few weeks ago, and a lot of people still don't oh. know, but Whoa. it's on the website. Oh, yeah, there's we another song. We just didn't song. put it on, a, on, the, on the episode. That one didn't count. No, Mm-mm. it didn't. It but, wasn't on the episode. It wasn't on the cast. Yeah. It didn't get cast out into the internet. It's not canon. No. <laughs> <laughs> when someone sets up our Wikipedia page, they will know <laughs> yeah. which to yeah. consider. All right. So what, in the what, hour before our page is deleted for relevance. <laughs> <laughs> what song are you adding to the Idle Thumbs canon today? Uh, this song is called Space Asshole. And it's about, <laughs> it's about Red Faction Gorilla. That's the reason for deletion. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? What's, yeah. what, this is about a site that talks about space assholes and super douches and wizards. This cannot possibly be notable. <laughs> it's not notable even if we didn't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Space right. asshole, assholes and Douches, yeah, and wizards. <laughs> well, get ready sounds for that. notable to me. Coming right now. I can't wait. It's because it's starting. In twenty one twenty five, I was on a mining colony on Mars. <laughs> Just a quiet.
Up came his hammer, smashed my boss right in the face. Space Planting <laughs> charges left and right. song no it was in my like list of things oh seriously that just happened to yeah. wow it's like oh, stuff Jesus. to listen to for volume levels and things <laughs> i approve yeah. that's good oh, i was happy every time you said space asshole yeah oh good yeah yeah you were happy many times i was it's the best anyway sweet yeah yeah <clears throat> are we back from a break i guess yeah, oh we're yeah back. i guess we're back oh, man okay hey what's up dudes it was cool Ooh, doing that break games. yeah yeah musical break Musical interlude. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Do you? You yeah. want to talk about a video game, Nick? 
Sure, oh, yeah, you guys we can talk Uncharted, about the other game. game that we're everyone's supposed to talk about. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh man, Uncharted, Uncharted two. I mean, yeah, the sequel two. two among thieves. Yeah, right. Rated T for teen. <laughs> I don't know if that's that great of a subtitle. <laughs> it makes me think of the stealth level. It <laughs> makes me think of Sly Cooper. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, Uncharted two, the thievious raccoonus. Yeah. <laughs> Sly Raccoon, as he's known in some territories. I like the typeface that they write Among Thieves in. I don't remember it, but yeah, me I bet it's awesome. <clears throat> Looks pretty nice. Yeah, also Among Thieves does just remind you of the museum heist. Yes. Uh, knocking out ten guards in the fountain screen, which is the only part that I didn't like in what oh, wait, is By the way, also, things. Jake Rodkin played a video game. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it was crazy. I talking about games I'm playing right now. Yeah. What is this? I don't know. It's kind of yeah, weird. Woo. Toys R Us wanted me to buy three games for the price of two games, so... I bought my own copy of Brutal Legend and Uncharted 2 and Arkham Asylum, and I haven't nice. played... Oh, man, you're loading up good, on the... Uh, great and work, I bought yeah. the third-person game. I bought my as well, but I haven't played beyond the first few oh, yeah, That's played, fine, but I'm still proud of you. Well. I know, it's the best. You've got four games to play right now. I know! And you've actually I'm played you've actually like two of them. Have you beat Brutal Legend yet? No. Okay. So you've got four games to play. Yeah. i got to play them. Out of all these episodes of Idle Thumbs... You're gonna be talking about them. <laughs> oh man, get ready, everyone! Your gamer score is gonna go up by like a like thousand a, percent. A new, a new era, <laughs> a, a new yeah. era of Vital Thumbs. Is yeah, you soon, guys soon to appear. I mean, yeah, you, <laughs> what, what, like by like I don't know. I'm really looking forward to like 52, three when you will have played all this. Yeah, stuff. yeah, it's gonna, yeah. Be, oh, yeah. It's gonna uh, be so good. One awesome. every week. Let's set that like goal. Yeah. <laughs> the new age of games. Uh, um, what do you think and of, of dragons? And <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't paying oh, man. attention to you. You're By talking, way, you're talking about the to, new shit? I, I, the new shit. Before, before we talk about Uncharted, <laughs> I have to tell a stupid Dragon Age story. I thought we story. already were talking about it. No, uh, Chris no. can put the brakes on any conversation. Yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, when, the first night when I was playing Demon's Souls... just Demon pulls Souls, the E-brake. Yeah, it's like uh, a record scratch in there, too. Sure. Um, Squealing uh, tires and a record scratch. Yeah. <laughs> you pull the E-brake, like, causing the Mario boss. Yoshi's Island boss is destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about Dragon um, Age? What about Dragon Age? So the the first night I was playing um, Demon Souls, when I was still being completely perplexed by it and didn't, and was dying constantly. Yeah. I uh, I played for probably four hours straight or so. It was in the evening, and then after that, I went and on the internet and I saw that uh, I shut off the system right, and I, I went onto my computer and mm. I was looking around. And it's like, oh, Bioware releasing the uh, character creator for Dragon Age. All right, I'll give that a shot. Um, and so I downloaded it and I, and I used it and there was a little like splash screen or something and it, and it was like, order this game on steam or like pre-order or whatever. And you get this, this crazy ring and it'll, you know, it's just a little bonus item for getting it through us or whatever. And, uh, I, and it was like plus regeneration and like plus strength or something. And I swear to God, the, just looking at that item and knowing what it did and knowing that I'd be able to equip it in a game that I actually know how to play was like the most comforting feeling after <laughs> basically being punished like flagellated <laughs> by Demon Souls for four hours. Like not that that necessarily means obviously anything about, about Dragon Age, but it was like, oh, 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 I know how this game's going to play. <laughs> this game's going to be a comforting, familiar experience <laughs> after basically just getting my brains beat to a fucking So the new shit is a warm blanket. Oh, it's still warm. Uh, the, the new shit is a warm blanket. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a, yeah. I'm just gonna burrow deep Dra- that yeah. new shit. And Dra- just oh. Dragon Age Origins. Oh, man. A warm blanket of new shit. <laughs> oh man, sorry. This new shit is a warm blanket. IGN. IGN. Yeah. 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 But seriously, it's hard. Uh, to, it's hard to like. Yeah. It's hard, yeah. It's hard to convey exactly like what the sensation was, but it, it, there was a really like sharp. <laughs> Sticky, <laughs> yeah, just sort of. It was just you know warm, mm, just yeah. crawl right in there, <laughs> encase Burrow. myself in it, yeah. in this pre-order ring, encase yourself in this ring. And you know what's funny about it is I don't even like stuff like that. I think yeah, right, this is yeah. bullshit. It wasn't yeah. the it wasn't the fact that I could get a pre-order or anything. It was just the fact that right. you knew you knew what a impenetrable. Yeah, yeah like you knew you what a ring of plus one strength yeah. and plus twenty five percent regeneration. Like, oh, is. I know. It's probably going to give me like a very straightforward level requirement to wear it and like oh you know it's like <laughs> oh whereas, level requirements you know, oh. well i mean the, <laughs> i miss you the, 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 all the systems what is so fucked up about demon souls it's not it's not fucked up doesn't have levels sort of basically oh. there are no character levels there are only you only level up your stats yep. and every mm. time you level up one stat your soul level goes up and the only thing your soul level is is a number that tells you how many times you've leveled your stats up. It's just a way to generally say, like, if this guy's soul ah. level 30, it means he's upgraded 30 stats in total. Yeah. You have a soul level and you also collect souls. Do you use the souls to upgrade your yes. stats to reflect your soul level? Yes. Okay, that's good. Yeah. If there I mean, were the, just the soul other, level doesn't, separate, it's like doesn't that's do anything kind of other than tell you okay. there's only one kind of soul. Um, <laughs> a demon soul. <laughs> My mom told me there's only well, one kind of there's, soul. there's other stuff you get from bosses, but anyway, it doesn't matter for this discussion. But, there's two uh, kinds, actually. It's, it's not that... <laughs> unusual game mechanically but it doesn't help you out very much at all i mean when you look at a, a weapon it has like 80 million numbers on it and they're all just next little symbols and there's no words Ooh. that like say things next i mean it's you can't like how do you find out what they are well you can go into different views or you could there's some that just are never labeled in on that screen and you have to look in the manual or at least Jesus. I, I don't know there's just video games it's a, yeah it's the interface classic as much as I like some parts of the interface, they could have been a little know. less obtuse in is some it, areas. Is the manual uh, like spiral bound? Spiral bound <laughs> or cone bound? Oh man, another story about the manual. What is so I, I chose. Uh, it's the one. It's the plastic uh, like ribbon that oh. combs the cones. Okay, no, I know. I know what you mean. We have a comb binder at work. No one knows how to use it. It's terrifying. <laughs> if you put your hand in it, oh, I don't want to think about that. Be comb bound. Gross. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about now. It's the Venus flytrap. Like, yeah, the, the yeah, black yeah. Metal thing. Yeah. Strips yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Make your thing look. Well, like it's a usually black plastic, isn't it? Yeah, or yeah. an arm. Or an arm. <laughs> you know, in Demon Souls, they're bound oh. with human arms. It's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, the manual for Demon Souls. But yeah, I looked in the manual because I just to look up some stats actually for that reason, and I'd initially started the game as a magician because you know, fucking wizard. <laughs> And so yeah. I went. Oh, I started going through the game, and it was fucking hard. This was the first night. Does he have the a first, top hat? Uh, no, he doesn't. He's a, he's a magician. He's not a. He's not. He's kind of. He's not a full blown wizard. He doesn't Does look he have a like top hat. No, no, he's a magician. He's <laughs> kind of a bullshit magician. To be I honest, think, I think magicians normally do have top hats. This Chris. one doesn't. This guy's bullshit. Did he have so, a cape that was black with a red like liner on? This the guy inside? has no accoutrement of a magician. A he mask? doesn't. He doesn't have a fucking black wand with a white end of it. He has none of these things. And he's so, a squirting flower. No, I don't know if so you have a bunch of handkerchiefs tied together. Right, he, he does not have any mustache out of his mouth of a... or scarf, or I mean, out of his scarf. Sorry, that's the weirdest magician. It's a meta magician. <laughs> <laughs> so I was playing this guy for the first night, and <laughs> it was just impossible. And you have spats. I finally, it? at the end, this, I was looking in the manual just for stat reasons. And at the beginning, it's like make sure to take extremely. 
a high level of care in your initial choice of character because it will have a drastic impact on the difficulty of the game. And Don't I'm like, play well, as what? the magician. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, then I yeah. went online after that, and I'm like, I was looking, reading about classes, and everyone's like, all right, there's three classes that are fucking impossible, like this one, this one, and the magician. <laughs> oh, well, for fuck's sake! And so the how next- many different classes are there? A lot, quite. Oh, a few, really? Like over a dozen. I think. Oh, so it's not. Oh, Jesus! Wow. Yeah. Well, because I'm thinking of like System Shock Two, where it's like you pick the Marines, which is all guns, and that's easier. No, and you pick no. Psy, and it's all you spells. Don't know and obviously, it's in this game when you start, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And then, and what's funny is because every stat is updated, every like attribute is up upgraded independently. Any class can become any other class. I mean, there's no yeah. arbitrary limitations on what you. It's can just a question of where you just, start, basically. Yeah, exactly. Which is cool. I like that aspect of it, but. You it's also like have no idea why to choose. It <laughs> like doesn't matter where you start. You can always get to the top. <laughs> oh, right. That was amazing. Yeah. All right. Yeah, a magician anyway. could bootstrap his way up. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, Uncharted 2. All right. I just wanted to tell that that uh, weird ring story because it was an it was an odd sensation when I was doing it. It was very comforting. Yeah. So Uncharted. So yeah, I hadn't played the Uncharted two demo. I don't know if I even had a PS three when it came out. <clears throat> um, I usually am not that into this kind of game, which is just yeah. Sort neither of am I. Do things and it's it's extraordinarily cinematic, but it's supposed to be telling you that it's an actual high agency game. Yeah. I was like peeing my pants with happiness at the, the 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 very opening thing on the train car that goes falling off a cliff, and then it would intercut to the backstory cutscenes and stuff. <clears throat> yeah, oh, it was good. Do you, yeah, can it, you can you describe to me what the experience of playing this game is like? Because I've watched some preview videos, and I would need to know that it was different than that uh, to want to play. <laughs> well, what is see, the thing you don't like that yeah, you I suspect. I suspect that the videos that you saw, I mean, there are aspects <laughs> of this game. Well, no, there are aspects of this game that I actually do not enjoy because of this reason. Like, there, it is very cutscene heavy, and there are moments where it's like you're running through a level and you hit that invisible barrier, and then the cutscene plays in the middle of the level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of them are long, and it's just, and they're well done cutscenes. I think you know, it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the stuff, but I've, it's just, yeah, the stuff I've seen, it does, it hasn't. It hasn't even really been when they've interjected cutscenes, which it's just it's the it, it's set piece stuff. Yeah, where, it's, where just, it's like, just like, well, this game is playing itself. The entire level yeah. feels like a playable cutscene from from stuff that I've seen, where it's just like you enter this room it's, and a super mega scripted thing happens, and then you shoot these three guys, so you can go to the next place where the exact same thing will happen when you go through that trigger volume. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, it it, it feels like you're 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 just turning the crank to make the it is, movie go like it, it is seem- for sure that game at times but i mean there it's are also always other, like that well not i mean it does it does i mean it, it does allow you in in the way that other action games do to approach fights from whatever angle you want to and do you know crazy wacky things yeah. in the middle of a fight but i mean those set piece moments where like the f- floor is falling out from under you and stuff obviously that that you know is going to be the same play out the same way every time so i mean if that kind of thing just bothers you by on principle but and it, it does sort of bother me to a degree, but it does. It's it's so seamless. Uh, this but, game is but, really well made for the kind of game that it's trying to be, and it doesn't. Yeah, it offends me less because I think that's what it is. The, it's just the, so well done that it's just it makes design, up for it. The look is really good. It's one of the few games that I've played that isn't trying to be hilarious, but it's but still also, funny sometimes. But like, is, yeah, like it, yeah, the, yeah. The wit carries reasonably, and the voice acting yeah, is no, really it's, really good. The mocap acting is sometimes super mocap, which is frustrating. But like, it I, is. But I it's, don't. It's I don't not... mind listening to the characters talk to each other in cutscenes. Right. Like, and someone in one of the early cutscenes says, "What could possibly go wrong?" And someone else laughs it off. 
and yeah. it doesn't play as a bullshit joke. It actually sounds like two people making that ironic uh, comment hmm. in this story. And it, there are actually some fairly that was, that was one of the things that the all the UK thumbs guys said they loved about the first Uncharted is they yeah. would make these comments, things would happen on the screen, and then they would make some stupid joke, and then the character in the game would say the exact same thing, and their minds would explode at the. <laughs> that does that, that does kind of happen, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 the kind of mocapped game where you just imagine people sort of bullshit like act like you know sort of improv maybe like on yeah. the stage. Yeah, I don't know. It was it's nice. It's, it's it yeah. It's but it's, it's it'd be good. interesting to know if if they played it that way. You know, I mean, if they if they yeah, generated some of that dialogue just by having guys. It sounds like they may sit have. there and crib some of it from there because that'd be kind of awesome. I know that it's the demo, but the opening ten minutes of this game made me mm. pretty happy. Yeah, made you pee your pants. Huh? Uh, yeah, I mean it's <laughs> Jake's you know, pants it's, were peed. It's you have the full game though, video right? game stuff. I do have the full game, but I've only I'm I'm only on chapter three at this point, which is okay. Uh, the first sort of big jungly thing. Right. Uh, but the the opening is kind of kind of Bioshocky of just guy wakes up on in a wrecked mm-hmm. train car. It's instead of a plane, oh. but then you. Uh, you sort of climb out and you, you're covered in blood and sort of trudging through the snow or like hanging on sort of Prince of Persia or I guess Uncharted style to the edges really of the Assassin's car Creed as it, as it style. slowly falls off a cliff. <laughs> um, but and then you come across this mysterious lighthouse. No, it, it, <laughs> it, certain events would ha- will happen like you'll, you'll get uh, an explosion occurs or you get shot. Uh, and injured, and your guy blacks out, and then as he when he blacks out, just without loads, sometimes even via a cross dissolve, which crushes my face when a real time three D cross dissolve occurs. Mm-hmm. Back to uh, uh, explain the ma- what you mean by that. Uh, like in films, especially like older films, cross dissolves were a pretty classic way of doing a transition effect, where uh-huh. one scene dissolves another without a fade to black. What do you mean by full three D? I mean like it's not it's not cross dissolving into a bink video or a load oh, screen oh, or something. Oh, I mean yeah, like yeah, that's awesome. Literally yeah, yeah, you've yeah. got a guy like it's just in that snow environment or whatever, then it just cross dissolves to a tropical yep. beach and it's three months earlier and it's him uh meeting two thieves and they sort of talk about their plan. He's among uh, them. He's among them. But just uh the way that it 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 felt very cinematic in a yeah. way that I actually like and the few games pull off in the correct way where the sort Yeah, of that sounds very Indiana Jonesy, which I guess is also, the, it, well it is Indiana Jonesy. Yeah. Like that was I mean, when the, there's all this stuff well, where they, they're Well, it's kind yeah, of like no, Indiana no, Jones as well. Oh, is it does this game is it reminiscent at all of Indiana Jones? Uh, Obviously it is. To a degree. <laughs> I I it had in that opening cutscene or in that opening sort of segment, it had the classic Indiana Jones moment of one of them discovering what the the sort of cryptic thing about an artifact means and then uh, like of course yeah, yeah, Marco yeah. Polo da, 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 only three ships came back whatever and they're all getting excited about it and I was excited about it and then realized <laughs> that not since the good Indiana Jones movies had I actually had that <laughs> archetypal actually scene yeah. maybe yeah, go right. oh man maybe they're gonna find those 12 ships yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What, why do I care about this yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that made me want to play the rest of the game so yeah. well played and then I got to a room where I had to take out uh, 10 guys in a crappy stealth yeah. screen and uh, <laughs> yeah. threw down the game for a day until you told me that it got good again after that one screen yeah it does it gets progressively Everyone good has mentioned that. Uh, yeah, yeah that's that <sighs> even, even the jungle section after that is not really my favorite Part. I mean, it, it. It for me, it got it got better and better oh, yeah, as yeah. I went along. Awful um, stealth will ruin any game. Yes. It really it's like does. the third really screen. The it's like you have that amazing oh, train stuff and that cutscene, yeah. all the narrative setup, and then it's like now we're gonna break into a museum again. Sweet cross dissolve, but just rubbing everyone else's face in the world. <laughs> yeah, they're cross dissolving between two extreme PS3 scenes. I guess you can do that if you have a system that's awesome. But uh, <laughs> yeah, then you sneak through a duct, take out two guards, and it's easy, and then just get. 
Oh, Jesus. Owned. Stupid, stupid I got stuff. owned maybe 25 to, times in a row. I mean, it was awful. figure out the exact one route that you're supposed yes. to oh, yes. snake yeah. through and take out all those guards. Yeah, and I was telling somebody, they're like, oh, I, I did that in like two tries. Uh, yeah. It took yeah. me like 20. That, that's something I, that's really impressive about Arkham Asylum, actually, is that they were like, well, we're an action game, exploration game, big other game. Oh, and stealth is actually going to be one of mm. the other things we do, and yeah. it's E- easily one of the best That's parts good. of yeah, the game. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, like, because... It's my favorite part of the game. Yeah, because, like, t- rolling the dice on putting stealth into your game that isn't exclusively yeah. a stealth game is That's super fucking scary. Did you notice in that one room yes. there were surfaces that were not tagged as, as like stealthable? Yes. Yeah. No, that's the like, thing. It's not just that it's a stealth level. It's that the mechanics in the game aren't suited for that specific level at all. Like, I mean, yeah, I was I was getting the camera clipping through the wall yeah, and just was, like there random... Was, there, was, there were a couple parts where there was a guard who was about four feet up. Like, there's a staircase sort of around the corner and you can see the guard over a sort of handrail. Yeah. And you try to duck up against that wall. Right. Yes. Yeah. No, it's awful. It doesn't work. And that wall is not supported <laughs> for stealth. I and know. the guard therefore can see you through it yeah. and sounds the alarm and starts Hey you! Oh, what? There we go like, again. I'm like whatever he says afterwards. Anyway, yeah. after that I st- I enjoyed the rest of what yes. I played so far, which is only another chapter and a half. Yeah. But yeah. um no, it's it's it's, it's pretty it. good. The, it's, the, it's actually good, whatever. The, those, Ignore that stealth part. The parts that sort of <laughs> I don't think you're able to. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys it's ever one room? Did, did you guys ever play uh the original uh Burr Crimson Skies on the PC? Yeah, I did actually a long time ago. Yeah, a like two thousand two. That has that like that was really the first game I'm aware of that has the awesome uh, like '30s serial uh, stylistic like jumping off point. Yeah, uh, at least for modern games, and completely nails it. it like awesome. the writing in that game is incredible, and the radio play like voice acting is amazing. Uh, but the reason I actually bring it up is, I mean, there's sort of a parallel with the whole Indiana Jones for serial influence for, thing for people who don't know that. That was a different game than the Xbox One. Yes. That one, the PC One was developed right. by Faza, right. right? And then yeah. the Xbox One was Zipper, I guess. Yeah. No, I think you have that backwards, actually. Really? Yeah, Zipper Interactive did the first one. Oh, my bad. Okay, sorry. Um, but, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really, really good. Um, and it's like a kind of arcade flight action yeah. sim. Uh, it's great. I played it like three or four years ago for the first time, and it was awesome. But the reason I bring it up is because uh, they knew that not everybody was going to play it with a joystick and demanding flight you know, simulator uh, stunt sequences are not that easy with like mouse keyboard and any mission that you fail like more than once, it gives you the option just to skip it even the first time that mm. you've played it. So you can just be like, man, I can't finish this thing, but I want to keep playing this game. Yeah. Therefore, I will skip it and keep playing the game. Flight Sims have that a lot. In a- that as era, opposed like, to, that that man, was, I like this really game. Holy shit, this stealth room. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. You go yeah. to hell forever. I probably I never would be play two chapters further along in Uncharted 2 if I could have skipped that one stupid stealth room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I well, mean, what this e- game does, even if you, even if you could like let someone skip it and give them a summary of any story shit that would have happened yeah. in there, like what, what this game does it, that, that is smart is is if it will notice when you don't know where the hell you're supposed to go at that particular moment, and it, it it'll say uh, bring up the D pad. Oh, right. If you hit the top deep the, the uh, yeah, up then on the, the D pad, sort of Prince of Persia Sands of Time it'll camera cut, fly yes, up. Yes, the yeah. uh, the widescreen zoom in on uh, whatever yeah, point you're really supposed helpful. to find. That's pretty that's cool. really helpful. Um, but what wasn't helpful was when it gives you a tutorial once doesn't check to see if you've done it uh, and then you can yes. never get it back and that move is not listed in the manual for right. things like <laughs> wow you're crouched around 90 around you're on like one edge of a square pillar yeah. you just want to go 90 degrees around it tells you once doesn't check to see if you've done it 
Anyway, that one room is souring what probably yeah, no. of an extremely solid game that I've really yeah, liked no. playing so far. I've played through quite a bit of it. It's 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 pretty solid. The, the, the concerns that you're having, Steve, are valid, but there those sections uh, of of set piece stuff. I mean, it's it's fairly brief when you when you get yeah. to it, and it's seamless. You go from that into yeah. a fairly open environment. It's, yeah, it's not necessarily bad. I mean, I don't know. You I, probably I, won't like this game. I, well, I mean, just in, <laughs> in principle, I just like a playable cutscene is like the lowest form of yeah. interactivity, and yeah. it's I, that. But I don't know the stuff that I saw. It just looked like a you know a, a script heavy, scripted event heavy Call of Duty four level, but like times twenty. And if that was the whole thing, I would probably hate it. But if that if that's like punctuating. Things it's, that have actual. Open I think it's mechanics, punctuating. Then, the, then it could be the totally combat acceptable. Is, it's got climbing on stuff and shooting dudes. Whoa! Yeah, yeah I know you're coming. From it, it really is sort of that broken was, up into yeah. like Prince of Persia segment, and then we have like a Gears of War sort of segment, shoot and then it, it, it yeah. sort of goes back and forth right. as you as you go through. And, and between those the are the stuff to the shooting dudes. Yes, stuff. yeah. Gotcha. There's some good actual uh, uh, scenes where it's just climbing for a long time, like like where you're just. You know, there yeah, aren't there aren't any there isn't any shooting uh, I mean, whatsoever I for a fairly long one, segment. So I'm sitting here going, "Wow, this sort of grappling on physical world mechanic yeah. is great." Yeah, uh, and everyone else is just like, "Where yeah. were you two years ago, or whatever?" <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's I didn't. I didn't the originally either. Really. I definitely the, heard the re- more buzz about this game. It seems than the first one. Well, like, yeah, it's, it's riding the sequel wave of well-received yeah. first game. I think more people have PS3s, and yeah. it seems like they very, very, very directly addressed a lot of the issues. Yeah, first, I think which that was already a pretty. It seems well like game. yeah, they got they. It's like way the production values and polished is generally seems to be regarded as higher than the first game and it just kind of puts it over the top I, that's the impression i'm getting mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but I, I know where you're coming from steve that's the reason i didn't play the first one the the sort of style of game design of we're going to make you feel like you're in a hollywood action movie yeah that that specific design goal i usually am really 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 bored by yeah yeah um but i mean I, it, honestly it, the the I just I had heard enough this game is about this game that yeah I exactly I mean, what's kind of yeah. funny about this game is that it's not that a lot of like the gameplay it's really uh unrealistic like there are sections of this game where you're climbing up like a uh, a street pole like like doing all these wacky things like that you just would never see in a hollywood action movie like I, I don't know. It's it's weird. You just he basically is like the Assassin's Creed dude, but just you know, like on a modern <laughs> street. Is he supposed somewhere. to be just like a guy? Yeah, he is. But but there, I mean, it's it is really a lot of Prince of Persia stuff where he's doing yeah. you know crazy things. So yeah. it's, it's not. Uh, he's he's doing things that maybe Mel Gibson would do once in Lethal yes, Weapon. Yes, right. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, consistently. Yeah. But right. as his core mechanic for world navigation. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I it, it seems like the the overall experiential goal of just we want to make you feel like you're in a big Hollywood blockbuster movie is not in and of itself a negative thing but it just seems like saying and so what we're going to do is make a linear movie that you get to be inside is like the most facile approach to actually accomplishing that whereas like for instance gta 4 and like those uh mm. videos those youtubes that you've linked of whatever they're called badassery yeah uh, gta 4 badassery yeah but like gta 4 gives you mechanics that allow you to play out scenes that are more amazing and action-packed than most hollywood action movies yeah, and feel those... like you're actually motivating the kind of things that happen in a hollywood heist movie right. as opposed... seven hours of cutscenes. yeah exactly but i mean well, i'm not saying there aren't cutscenes <laughs> in it but, but cuts actual actual nested cutscenes that you have no control over are different than press forward and a to get through this gameplay sequence which is actually a linear cutscene yeah, yeah. But the, the other difference but, though is that the saying you replicate scenes that are as if 
that as though they were from a an, a Hollywood action movie that is different than saying you're playing through a Hollywood right. action movie. I mean, the, just yeah. be, I mean, GTA I mean, Four th- doesn't make me feel like that at all, really, I, because so much of it is much more low key, just driving around and stuff. Um, but I mean, the sequences that actually. Like when when all of the parts of that experience come together and you pull off amazing shit, like it seems like it gets closer to feeling like the protagonist of a Hollywood action movie than yeah, the I mean, thing where uh, where you're just motivating the protagonist of a Hollywood have an emergency and like that show up. I, I mean, I, right? From what I've played so far. No, no, I'm I'm not but saying I, it would. I'm just talking about different kind of design but, yeah. philosophies behind the same general goal. I, I just I don't think it's the same general goal. I mean, if you isolated that out of if you if you extracted that out of YouTube, it would be surrounded by a lot of mundanity and. Yeah, a, a lot. Just sort of a guy doing something, smashing into a wall, and then kind of just trying again. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. I mean, I, that, that's not at all a negative. I just mean I don't think it is the same experiential goal. I mean, I think they're entirely different goals, really. Like I, I, I don't know. I've never gotten that sense from GTA Four. It's maybe almost a the equivalent of like a I don't, like The Sopranos or something. You know, like it's just a super long serial story or something that you're filling in a lot of blanks. Well, I mean, in. I think that a lot of people kind of the reason why they mostly play the sandbox parts of those games they know uh-huh. the story is because they want to get in huge car chases you know like yeah. they've seen and the cops are chasing them and they jump out and shoot a guy that's like jake that's what i yeah. do in gta it, it, I mean, it feels like the difference between giving the player tools to potentially make scenes from a hollywood action movie and making one scene that everybody right, has I mean, to th- play that's through. just it is a, it's a completely different play experience though. Yeah. i mean the difference between spending the 15 minutes to actually run over people right. and getting all the cops right. to chase you scout out the jump you want like yeah. take the car off of it and then try to hit the freeway and run into the thing. The actual moments that play out, especially in that game when it goes flying into cinematic cam, you earn those a lot more than you do in Uncharted 2. Yeah. But a game like Uncharted obviously ensures that just sort of <coughs> kinetic thrills to your brain per second and stuff on screen is way higher, but it's there's you you don't earn it. Yeah. Yeah. It's in fact the opposite of Demon's Souls. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. funny it was funny for me to think about because these are the two PS3 games everybody is talking about right now. Yep. And Jesus Christ are they different. Mm. I mean, yeah. it, like in every res- imaginable respect yeah. except that And, the, and there's person. a lot of the same people being yeah. positive yeah. about both. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. no, I think it totally is. It's good. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, you guys made me want to check out Uncharted 2 now. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely I, I haven't played it and I'm definitely not trying to just be outright yeah. negative about it. I'm mostly just using no, it I as mean, examples of two different yeah. approaches. No, to mean. be to be honest, my my those are probably my least favorite parts of the game. The, those moments that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, but the rest is good enough to where I enjoy it. That's I mean, cool. That's just that's you know, it's not really my favorite style of game either. It's just it is it is the rest of it yeah, is. Yeah, I, I never seek out stuff like this. Yeah, yeah. Enough people said it was worth getting. That yeah. Well, I mean, that's how I felt about Call of I was, Duty Four before I. Oh, let's keep playing with ourselves forever here. That's that's a good. Anyway, analogy. I tried to the video anyway, game. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Take a break. Get some reader mail going on. Uh, Breaking yeah. it up. I like mail. Video game. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's off. <laughs> what did you forget to talk about? Oh, somebody I wanted me to talk about League of Legends really quickly because I played some of the stuff that hasn't been released. I don't want to hear about Nobody that. wants to hear about Shit. that game again, do they? I'll send in a reader mail really know. quick. Nick, talk about League of Legends. Well, as long as oh, Chris I is still locating something. I played. Something. I played the new um, uh, two lane map. Oh god, nobody's gonna care about this. <laughs> that game's really good though. Uh, game? I played uh, League, of League of Legends. Legends. Oh. Um, I'm actually. Uh, I was really worried about it because they announced that uh, the European servers wouldn't. Uh, I've got to read. We have to read. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Is it the it's from me. Video game. Did you never figure out what game that was? 
Um, no, I did. I did. What was it? It was X3. Oh. What weird. game were you playing, Nick? Yeah. We're back. <laughs> we found out what game Nick was playing in episode yeah. 45. Yeah, I think I may have actually mentioned that as a possibility, but I couldn't quite remember. But it was because I played it like a week and a half before that podcast. Uh huh. And that's why it was confusing me because I hadn't played it recently. Was there anything interesting about what? X3? It was X3. Well, we were, it was before like, we were talking about space or something, which, you know, I guess we do. Which, a lot. you know. <laughs> I don't actually do it more. It was X3. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Hey, Steve. For reader mail. Thank you. Yeah. What kind you this got? This is yours. Wh- woo. Time to die. Whoa. I can't believe you've done this. Whoops. <laughs> All right. Um, Mike Todd writes. Oh, it's reader mail. It is. Hey, Thumbs. Currently, I'm a console and handheld player, but I'm a, I have a long computer history that started with the Commodore 64, went to Amiga, Mac, and PC. I was going through my collection of PC games, putting some up on eBay, uh, making some room when it occurred to me that computer games are kind of like records or LPs of video games. Hmm. When the Switch was being made from vinyl hmm. to CD, a lot of people complained about losing that LP experience of large artwork and inserts. Computer games are kind of the same thing. There's room in the box for inserts, props, and manuals, but all you usually get in a console game case is a manual, unless you want to pay more for a special edition. I was wondering what your best unboxing memories are from computer games. For myself, the best was probably oh, Ultima 5, which came with a cloth map, a coin, and a couple of manuals you needed to translate to the game's runic alphabet and to track Lord British's journey. Whoa. What? Mo- more recently, I dug the hardcover book that came with uh, GTA San Andreas and a cool box for Max Payne 2. I'm a sucker for any kind of map. I had the Oblivion map tapped up, taped up next to my desk during my whole playthrough. Later, Mike T., I've never been a map guy, but uh, I do have some favorite manuals. Yeah, Man, Ultima, yeah. Ultima Five. Wait, Ultima Five came with manuals you had to translate from the in-game language That's to understand. Ridiculous. That's I guess extreme. So. Pretty hardcore. Yeah. yeah, that's good. As we know, none of us have played Ultima. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Good a bunch of noobs. people have told me I really, really need to play like Ultima Seven. Yes, I think, like, Ultima six. Seven yes. is the that's one that the one basically that's... looks like Ultima Online, more or less, like yeah. a lower mm-hmm. color the... count. Uh-huh. And kind of Ultima What Four is the one where the, where people kind of say it came into its own and kind of became like a major deal. Yeah, already. that's the one that yeah. site is cited a lot. I think. Yeah. Also, Ultima I think Six has one of my absolute favorite game boxes ever. Or I think it just says Ultima Six: The Black Gate, and it's just a completely oh, black right. yeah. cover. Yeah. God, it looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, what were you going to so You were saying something, though, Nick, about Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Sid Meier's Gettysburg. Oh, yeah. I never played that one. Like a light infantry manual, like handbook. Oh, awesome. That actually, like, what? Well, I mean, a lot of it was relevant to the game, but not, like, some of it wasn't. Uh-huh. Like, it was just, it was just like a little historical artifact. Like, it was, awesome. it was amazing. Yeah. Um, that reminds me lots of, of the yeah. the spiral bound manual for the original Fallout, where the first like twenty oh, yeah, pages were just describing yeah. what happens when a nuclear bomb yes. goes off. Yeah, and God, when when great. I was like fifteen and got that game, I opened it up and just started reading it, and I was like, oh man, yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> oh yeah, wait, this is the fifth page. Hold on. Okay, so, wait. How? Why? Where are the controls? Yeah, it's like, like, like a keyboard. <laughs> it was. It That's was awesome. It was hilarious. And yeah. then yeah, I got to the actual part, and it has like notes uh, from the overseer, like right, pasted yes, over the, parts the of it stuff, and stuff. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Did yeah. you get? Did you guys ever have games that came with a like a keyboard overlay? I still get those. I think occasionally. No. Really? Yeah. What? In what games? What game has that? Well, not a, not a, not. Oh, you mean you mean like one that actually cuts out and it yeah, goes uh, yeah, a cardboard yeah, yeah, yeah. over. Yeah, I remember flight simulators. I got yeah, a couple flight of those. Sims yeah, maybe. Those, okay, yeah. I thought you meant just like a thing that the, has I, the keyboard. I only remember like it, weirdly. But, I only remember those from being like four years old and playing Commodore sixty four games. Oh yeah, and there would be like a an overlay you'd put over the keyboard that specifically was like told a child how to like control their character. You know, like yeah, put, yeah, oh, right. you know? okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yep. they would, yeah, they were weird. But, flight yeah. sims used to have ones that. 
Like some of them would just, I guess, to maximize sort of compatibility, they would just be a strip that you'd put like in between your function key right, and right. your row yes. of number yeah. keys. And it was yeah. like it was the gaming equivalent of the word perfect shortcut. Uh, yeah, thing. yeah, right, exactly. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word perfect had that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had that also for some weird reason. Yeah, I don't actually have that many memories of stuff like that from games. And stupidly enough, the only like game manual that was ever actually like near and dear to my heart ever was the Mario 3 manual, which is the opposite huh. of what this guy's talking about. But it's because it had all those, like, Nintendo's renderings of Mario from that era where he had that sort of, like, super thick outlines, uh, really, like, simple style, doing every single move in that game possible ever and in every single suit. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, uh, I remember this now. Like, yeah, yeah. I used that to basically, like, learn how to draw a cartoon character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it was, yeah. it was similar because... Uh, the manual for Double Dragon for the NES, it had a similar thing where it showed, like, the main like, character like doing really all nice of his karate moves. moves yeah. yeah, like like a really nice kind of Fist of the North Star-ish, you know, like, Japanese-style rendering of it before I knew what the fuck any of that shit was. It was yeah. just like, man, this is what the guy would look like if he was really doing the move. And I think, yeah, I copied them yeah, and, I, like, I remember I bought the Mario 3 Player's Guide like because it had also every single enemy and all of their moves also in that same style. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, this is yeah. the best. <laughs> uh, but PC games, I I don't really remember like I, I have a lot of them, and I'm sure now if I go back and like open up Infocom boxes sitting in my house, I would be blown away by the weird collection of feelies that I have. Yeah, like um, I, I know that for sure. Uh, back also when called feelies, back when uh, Lucas Arts Adventures, you know, like early mid '90s when like the, 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 the loom, good ones were the still coming out. Patterns and the Indiana I never Jones played Loom. No, no, I, I, but um, okay, fine. but but when I would buy like you know one of the other Lucas Arts games, I always really look forward to getting the copy of the oh, adventure. Oh, the adventure. Because it. Oh, right. yeah. it had a right. Sam and Max comic awesome. in it, and it would have crazy comic. merchandise from the game, it had, like, like interviews and stuff. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. It had interviews with with the people who made them. I bought uh the Gone Jackals CD and yeah, a right. Corley Motors <laughs> shirt out of them after I bought Full Throttle. Yeah. Uh, the adventure was awesome. It was rad. Original Steve Purcell comics in them Sierra, about the games Sierra that were had coming its own out. Magazine too. Yep. But the adventure was cooler because it had a Sam and Max comic in it. Yeah, a Sam and Max comic about Full Throttle or yeah. Day of the Tentacle yeah. or whatever. Or mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that stuff mm-hmm. is good. Awesome. Or yeah. Star Wars. I try to do that sort of stuff at my job because they let me. Nice. Like for Sam and Max, we I was able to do a bunch of like cheesy pack-in merchandise for the seasons when the DVD came out. And we've done oh, yeah, we've yeah. done some print issues of our newsletter that have like interviews with our company and comics by people on our team because I like the adventurer. And yeah, I, yeah, I wish more good. companies would do that and that we could do that more often where I work. Yep. But it will happen less and less. Yeah, basically yep. for. I mean, speaking speaking of posters, like I, I've I've definitely known like guys that I've known have had like the poster of the Alpha Centauri tech tree you oh, know yeah, they've like I hung up on their wall like and stuff like that civilization and all that yeah. but there are like some there's some cds that i've bought just audio cds that their their booklet folds out into like one giant poster that has all of like the lyrics and a bunch of art arranged on it and it's mm-hmm. crazy and it would be pretty awesome to buy a game and take like a folded up manual out of it and then just you unfold it and it's this huge poster that like I know that Rockst- Civ- Rockstar Civ does that but that's never stuff that you would ever want to put up it's the map of the city then on the back it's oh right the, like sort of creepy unappealing like uh, Vice City bikini drawing or whatever <laughs> right like but I'm just picturing like all of the manual, all the information that would be in the manual arranged in one gigantic right, yeah, I think if it's frame. Sort of like maybe yeah. it, it, Chris, Chris nice. Ware does yeah. your manual for you. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome be, stuff. Really cool. All right. What else you got? Uh, JL or Hy- JLerd has an incredibly <laughs> long email that I guess we can like uh, choose bits from. He has like four separate emails, each of which is long. It's a choose your own email adventure. Email. Yeah. 
Um, oh man, this also relates to something Steve said, so I'll read this one. Number nice. three. Oh hey, look what you did. <laughs> this was sparked by Nick talking about the end of game charts in Civ Four. Uh, one technique I could stand that I think could stand more use is automatic preservation and representation of in-game moments. The major example I'm thinking of is the PC version of Crimson Skies, which automatically took screenshots of certain barnstorming moments and spread them out in your binder as the adventure progressed. That's awesome. This was such a dumb little feature. A trigger when the plane crossed a certain polygon plus a sepia filter, but it added so much personality as the game went on because I was constantly thinking back about the things I'd already done when I'd see them in my flyby picture. Small, small things can call up big, complicated memories. Modern analogs, and then he says stuff like Sporpedia, TF2's Killcam, uh, etc. goes on. Man. What if GTA occasionally took shots like that when you were in a car and at least one wheel was off the ground, or when an explosion was happening in your line of sight? What if Left 4 Dead 4, what if uh, Left 4 Dead's director had some rudimentary awesomeness algorithm and took shots, et cetera, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. TF2 should keep a scrapbook like that. That would be amazing. Of just of kill yeah. screens. Uh, yeah. I've always wanted to have a save mechanic. I mean, it offers where it offers it's where it actually is laid out like a character's journal like that, and I guess. Crimson Skies did it, but it seemed like... A- yeah, Crimson Skies was awesome about that, because you would finish a mission, and then you could flip back to all your old missions, and it would have both, like, like stuff you'd collected, like little medals and, like, newspaper clippings about what you had done, as well as little photographs that were screenshots of the mission you had actually That played. is officially the best. Play that game. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to play it, but I like that. <laughs> you will not. I Why don't won't. you? <sighs> it's probably on goodoldgames.com, maybe. GOG? PCDL? Wink? It is. Uh, maybe it is. Wink? PCDL. Uh, um, all right. Uh, I think we all agree that would be cool. Boost. What? Cameron Daigle writes, Good evening, Thumbs. For some inscrutable reason, I decided to start listening to your cast starting How episode one. How did he know it was going to be evening? I needed some extra cast in my life. Uh, Chris's incessant verbal humping of Far Cry 2 led me to dust it off and load up my previous save, which I had long ago abandoned about two hours in due to the game being stressful, awkward, and in existence at the same time as Fable 2 and Fallout 3. This time, I tried to relax and enjoy the environment, and holy cow, you guys were right. The craziest thing happened. I was in a Jeep to some uh, driving to some group of people that hate me or whatever. At one point, I decided to reorient myself west, and, and then he bolds this part, instead of glancing down at the map, I just oriented myself using the sunset. My brain exploded. I have definitely never instinctively used the sun to figure yep. out which way I was going in any video game before. Far Cry wins. Thanks for reading my non-question. I video games, did that you? three days ago. It was pretty awesome. Oh, man. In yeah. Far Cry 2? Yeah, in nice. Far Cry 2. Yeah. <laughs> Just walking yeah. around San yep. Francisco. Yep. Oh. Oh. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that in real life. Only yeah. video games. Yeah, Nick and I had a minor like video game bonding moment yeah, on we, Twitter yep. because <laughs> it was, it was well, now the first annual Idle Thumbs Far Cry 2 playathon. Yeah. Well cuz cuz Nick and I for some reason had coincidentally both been playing it and Nick yeah. had taken a screenshot of, you know, like a sunset. Right. It when, was that moment actually. Oh, was, really? I was like, "Oh, the sun's that way." Yeah. Which means I'm going this way. Yeah. And and he posted the screenshot to the Twitter and just happened to have the bolt action rifle out and yeah. I was just like, "Nice bolt action." <laughs> cuz I, I love that gun and yeah, it's yeah, the best. awesome uh, gun. It's the best it was hilarious because yeah, I I have I generated some great player stories and it reminded me of the awesome things that can happen in that game when I was playing yeah. it. It was cool. Yeah. Yep. Man. All right, Jake Rodkin writes. Call next episode in space. Also talk about Sim Mars. Done. What did this you want to say? No, this episode is called In Space. But you you said last week that you wanted to talk about Sim Mars for a second. Well, yeah, we could talk about that for a second. I mean, they we the some new screenshots. I mean, this this project, I guess, had been known about. I I was sort of unaware. I'd of never it. heard of it. I'd never heard of it. Um, but it was just it was a, a project that was, I guess, in development just as The Sims was released and was hence canceled and and all resources diverted to The Sims franchise. But uh, um, it was going to be this uh, realistic take on on 
colonization. It was, you know, it was going to be a, a Sim City, but your goal being to uh, colon, colonize Mars with uh, realistic NASA science stuff. You know, I mean, the screenshots are are really interesting. They're they're like. Yeah. You know, actual, they're like little rovers driving yeah. around in these these yeah little outposts kind of. This sounds uh, like an Idle Thumbs approved game concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I saw those screenshots and heard the concept, and I was like, God damn it! Yep. I what? Why? Why would you Stupid not make Sims, this happen? Night out on the town <laughs> with pets or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really like the Sims. I also yeah, would have yeah, really liked Sim Mars and to exactly use a rover to Mars? get some stuff and the Sims use it. on Mars. Yeah. yeah. It's coming. Sims 3 yep. on Mars. Uh, yeah, man. Sim Mars, that would Party be awesome. Pack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's like, there's Red Faction Guerrilla blow shit up on Mars. Right? Yeah. Uh, but the other <laughs> yeah. side of that is, man, wouldn't it be really interesting if humans figured out how to terraform a planet and you could do that? Yep. Uh, it, it would, would be. be awesome. Video game. pretty good. All right. So Jeff Moeller writes... Hey, Idle Thumbs, want to hey. hear more dreams? This one isn't about playing game, but it's instead about an Idle Thumbs meetup. Playing I don't game. know where it took place, but it seemed to be in someone's apartment. Place? We were all sitting on the floor in a circle eating pepperoni pizza. Nick and Jake were not present for some reason, and Chris was being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Red. Well, I guess that happened. Um, eventually, everyone convinced Chris into saying the wizard. Wait, who is everyone? If if The people at the Idle Thumbs meetup. Oh, oh fa- readers. Yeah. Okay. Right. Everyone can ev- er, eventually everyone convinced Chris into saying the wizard and it came from his mouth exactly as you'd hear it in the wizard.mp3 with backing harmonies and all. That's all I can remember. Hope you enjoy. The wizard. There might be another reader mail. Oh, what's that reader mail? <laughs> Jake, did you find a reader mail? Read that reader mail. Oh, I just showed up. You should read it. Uh, all right. Idle Thumbs writes. <laughs> Begin forwarded message from Idle Thumbs. Forwarded <laughs> <laughs> we to begin to read your mail. Nicholas, I hear you player Abbey Road. <laughs> <laughs> I player Abbey Road. Yeah. Did you player it? I did player it. I also played it. <laughs> In the Beatles rock In band? In the Beatles rock band. Oh. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It's really good. Oh. Man, the number of times straight- you've, s- you've <laughs> <laughs> so I played this, it's really good. What else are you gonna say about Abbey Road? No, it's 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 awesome. You played all the way through. It's like they, they, it's just all the songs are you know as they're listed how's as that, singles. How's that and then combined? Uh, it's actually kind of weird because I play it as guitar just to test it out, and uh, you know there are obviously sections that um, combined what what? Oh, sorry, the, Jake. The second I didn't mean half of the album you. has the the combined lots of stuff medley, that's the big the big, yes. the big medley yeah. stuff is that just a ch- one ultra track it's well you can, like you a can, couple you have the option you can play it as the abbey road medley or and then the, all the other individual that's awesome. songs are listed. good yeah so i played the medley uh but it was weird because there were sections that you were actually playing um like strings or or oh, piano weird. also in the queen pack in rock band 2 um i'm oh, excited God. about that too this is like the best yeah rock yeah, yeah. Band it was, ever. It's, it's great it's a great day for, for rock band but um uh, you plays the piano like very deliberately, like uh, for, a, very, for a really long time. It's really weird, um, but it works. It's yeah, I've, heard, I've definitely noticed Killer sometimes Queen. they do that. Yeah, like with with keyboards. It's yeah, like, I know this was a synthesizer. Yeah, when it's synth and stuff, but I don't this have is to just pretend piano. it's a guitar. I mean, this is just you know. Yeah, it's I guess they just don't care. No, I think they're starting to care about that stuff less. At least that's the way it seems. I but, guess uh, they have to if they keep expanding their library. Yeah, yeah, they're going to uh, to have to to do that, but. Um, well, that's cool. I, I also bought Rock Band iPhone. Yeah, that's actually weird. 
There's a rock band iPhone? Yeah, it just came out. Yeah, when that? it was in Guitar Hero 1, that was not the case. So the piano just existed on its own, and you only play the guitar stuff. There was a lot of silence in parts of that song because of that. Uh, In Rock Band 1? Or in Guitar, guitar, Hero, guitar Hero 1. 1. Sorry, but by harmonics, they adapted it a very different way, apparently, even though, you know... Well, I think what they mm-hmm, I think what they did was add guitar to that song in their cover because oh, there, there was there was no yeah, silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there was no silence. I, I so definitely because I, I was thinking about point. that today. I was like, eh, this yeah. is the, different. The original it's, was definitely as made famous. There by is, Queen. yeah, there yeah. is some silence now, but then there are also parts where you're yeah, it's as fucked a piano. up because like I, I remember that from some songs that I knew in like Guitar Hero Two or something. Right. I, I was like playing. Yeah, right. I, I, was, I was playing like uh, I I think it was Heart Shaped Box, and I was like, they added a guitar solo to yeah, this yeah, yeah, what yeah. the fuck are they doing <laughs> it was just weird yeah yep because you got to be a guitar hero mm-hmm. oh right you were saying something a second ago that i'd I rather oh, be yeah. a dj I, hero, I rock band a band iPhone. hero oh yeah yeah is it good that's actually it good. good oh okay a it's, rock band good. Play tap, it's tap sort revenge, of the third party uh, yeah i play that is, yeah. it, is it a similar thing to that or yeah yeah it's similar i mean it's 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 you tap everything in fact they offer the option of singing but it's just tapping which is kind of dumb but the game is good uh when although yeah at this point, uh, it, it's sort of that. That may have been the tipping point for me realizing that I've spent way too much money. <laughs> the tapping uh, point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. All right, punch on. face. Yeah. Moving on to what? Oh, I don't know. Good question. I spent twelve hundred dollars on those games, guys. What? <laughs> what? You have? Yeah, on, I totaled it up on I, Rock Band and I, Guitar I, Hero I branded games. Yes. Wow. Yep. Wow. Mm. Well, they made a lot of money. Beatles they Rock did. Band outsold Guitar Hero Five in September. Yeah, they Whoa. Did. Nice. Yep. Although good work, Harmonix undersold in terms of his expectations. Right? I mean, they were expecting to sell a million copies that month. Oh yeah. Well, so they were it was a, it was not as good a month for anyone as people are no. expecting. So you, it's yeah. not not too bad for them, I guess. By the time Christmas comes and goes, Beatles Rock Band will have done a fucking number on everyone. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That is probably going to be a big Christmas gift. I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like talked. A huge I one. talked to the man, the general manager of MTV Games the other day, and he said they have a very. Uh, They've very much planned for a, a sort of two-tier marketing thing where they, yeah. they have their launch budget and then they have a whole separate marketing yeah. push plan. I, yeah, for I hadn't Christmas even thought season. of that, but holy shit, like, yeah, a $150 or whatever thing that you can buy for your... Is that much? The yeah. whole set with if all the Beatles-branded instruments? Yeah. Yeah. But Lord. I don't know. But but they also have other stuff that's not that expensive, right? But anyway, it's yeah. a it's a uh, big ticket. Yeah. You can play Beatles music item that you could totally get for your boomer parents. Like I bet yep. a shit ton of people will buy that. That's yep. crazy. And a shit ton of boomer parents are going to buy it for themselves if my mom is any indicator. <laughs> she, I think, can't wait for me to take the loaned copy back so that she can acquire the one with the actual instruments. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, are we done now? Oh, we have one more email. From Chris Remo. It says, oh. Dear Nick, why are you going and leaving us to never do out of thumbs again? Wow. Oh, my God. That oh. was a that's extreme a, way to drop that news. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know I was leaving. Oh, really? Well, oh, it's news to me. In two weeks. Oh, okay. Leaving wow. Why am I leaving? Because you broke an embargo. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, it's really awesome. Uh, Nick has been hired as a community manager for Bethesda Softworks. Yep. Congratulations. That Thank is you. Rad. Yep. Yeah. That's but awesome. As a side effect from that, Idle Thumbs 50 will probably be the last episode of Idle Thumbs for a while. Uh, <laughs> probably for a long while. So there, I mean, <laughs> there was a window there of three seconds where people were like, Congratulations, Nick. Fuck Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, by for a while, I mean maybe ever. ever. Yeah. Uh, we're, yeah. We decided that it's maybe the best move to just stop instead of mutate a thing. Um, yeah. 
Who knows if we'll do other things with Idle Thumbs' name at some point. We probably will because Idle Thumbs can't stay dead. But yeah, yeah. it's been pop coming in and out of existence for five years yeah. now, so it might still like do we that, may but. yeah join up at GDC or not. But I mean, uh, you guys had a pretty goddamn good run as the three of you guys making sweet casts. I mean, fifty is a good number, and there's two more left. Holy shit! Oh, oh man, shit. And they're going to be the best two out of thumbs ever. Oh, man. <laughs> because I'm not going like to be that, on that, that, that all-musical episode that's next week. Oh, I'll yeah. Do this. <laughs> <laughs> and then that one where we're going to just talk about upcoming highly anticipated games that no one else has played. Oh, on, on every console. Wow. Far yeah, Cry 3. Far, yeah, Far Cry 3 exclusive. Uh, we're going to get Barack Obama on episode 50. <laughs> <laughs> And then we're going to tell him, I'm going to keep my dedicated yeah. servers. Yep. You keep the change. <laughs> yeah. We should mention, though, that Max Schaefer's going to be on next week. That's cool, right? Oh, yeah. Who is it? Uh, Max Schaefer, who is the, I forget, his, what is he, the CEO, president, something? Uh, co-founder. Co-founder. Kings, I don't know what his, of, yeah. Of Runic Games, which is making Torchlight, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, And I Nick, and, Nick and I should have played it. I think we'll have played it. Yes. Yeah, by next episode. You are playing it. <laughs> yeah, maybe we're playing it right now. Yeah. As um, you speak. So I guess if you want if you want to ask any questions about Torchlight, uh, questions at idlethumbs.net and we'll, slash Torchlight and <laughs> don't do that incorrect and oh, we'll yeah. and we'll uh, ask them of Mr. Schaefer when he's on the if you want to leave show. him horrible voicemails call us <laughs> on your telephone totally forgot about at five five wizard on and, and uh, <laughs> make sound effects about Torchlight and we'll shame ourselves by playing them next week what have we got to lose just like two episodes left yeah yeah, yeah. this thing's gonna tailspin into a fucking fiasco. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> is the best. <laughs> oh man, cubes <laughs> for babies. <laughs> I can't say anything offensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it feels so good to cut loose. I love <laughs> games. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah. So what about that? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about? <laughs> Find out on hey, episode Chris, 51. About <laughs> Nick thinks of episode think 51. It's all coming out. Yeah. <laughs> I like games a lot. Yep. Yeah. Just like the same people. way Nick loves <laughs> a lot. <laughs> You're, not so You're gonna get me fired. <laughs> You're, what is this? You're just. <laughs> when Steve said that, you didn't have to laugh. You didn't have to Borderlands all over that. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, uh, one, two, three. Uh, 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 I, I didn't know what you were I doing. Know what you were doing. Me I thought you wanted us to say the wizard. Yeah, I thought that's Oh, all. shit, okay. Well, in that case, one, two, three. The uh, wizard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck this. Uh, Throw tables, microphones. Uh, 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 so, see you guys next week. Yeah. I quit. Video game. If Bethesda Softworks and the Software Toolworks, if you remember that company, oh, yeah, I if they merged and made yeah. Bethesda Soft Tools, <laughs> I think it was Soft these Tool tools Works. Are terrible. Soft Tool Works. <laughs> this is crap. Well, yeah, they will also work. I can't in use these tools. for anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bethesda. <laughs> Not again. Oh, your tools are so soft. Video <laughs> Huh? You said you were going to talk about Boost. <laughs> well, Alright, I'm talking about Boost. I'm talking about Boost. Thank if you, you want me to talk about Boost, I'll talk about Boost. Alright. Oh, we do. That's exactly what we want. I don't have anything to say about Boost. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
What? Ultra yeah, boost. I, I don't know. What do you think about Borderlands? <laughs> just replace what he just said about boost with Borderlands <laughs> instead. He doesn't really have anything to no, say about it. He doesn't no. want to talk about if the word Borderlands is mentioned on this podcast. It's, the, it's actually I will the magic go like word. That. Oh, snap. These two do this every <laughs> fucking week. Fucking every children. week. Whoa, that's a wrong <laughs> sentence. My <laughs> <apologies>. <laughs> Squidly boo. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking children. That doesn't validate it at all. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking those children. <laughs> and this is Idle Thumbs 48. <laughs> Baby rape. <laughs> I'm Nick Bucken. I'm Nick Bucken. Nick up in my- I'm Nick Bucken.